All right, entrepreneurs, we are in for a treat today. I met Scott at a networking event a few weeks ago, and today he's going to bring his company, his tools for success, and lessons learned along the way as the founder of Black Dog Ventional Partners, which is a business accelerator that provides funding with access to over 13,000 investors, business development through a network of 40,000 business partners, sales, marketing, executive coaching, you name it. Scott, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I'm excited to dive into all of those areas. Everyone out there, if you're looking to start getting funding or already are and looking for more, he'll provide the tools for you today to succeed with that. As we tune in for another show on That Entrepreneur Show, the podcast meant for high achievers and those looking to tap into new levels of success. I speak with the founder of a company or brand each week since 2019, and today we bring on another all-star. I have to show love to our show sponsor for the Shubbers, Cesar Cervantes, TEDx coach, performance coach, gets you on that TEDx stage. If that's something you're interested in, scroll down in the episode description to find out his contact info. But for today, we are talking all about Scott. Let's hear more about your company. Well, yeah, Black Dog Venture Partners is my accelerator and been in business since the early 2000, but I've been in the deal business for 30 years. I've been successfully raised several billion dollars for companies, have several exits of my own and many others. And, you know, at Black Dog, what we do is we help uh, small companies get big and we help them by getting assets to capital, helping them go to market, help them build their technology stack, and then eventually help them exit. So we get them really from the uh, with their spare bedroom to uh, being sold. I love that. What is your favorite part of the process as a third party working with these companies? Yeah, I think my favorite part is really just finding people that have really great ideas to solve really massive problems. I tell everybody, you know, the key things you have to do is find a problem worth solving for enough people that it's a, that's painful enough. And then you have to have a solution that really provides a better opportunity to solve that problem. And yeah, that, that's what I get to do every day. I love it. You're really helping people overcome the hurdles, the waiting game. Like me as a solopreneur, one of my biggest factors for me in growing at all was networking, relentless networking, going to events, meeting people who have done it before, successful in the community, because I also learned that a lot of people are going to be willing to help you. They may not be in the position to buy something, but they will offer some advice, especially if they had some along the way. But did you always want to be an entrepreneur, be on your own? Yeah, I think pretty much from the beginning, in all frankness, uh, you know, I started out, you know, um, my mama worked two full-time jobs on food stamps and welfare. I, I started busting tables at 11 years old to uh, help pay the rent. And so I've always had a good hard work ethic. And, and honestly, after a couple, probably about 18 months of working in corporate America, I decided to go on my own. And it was, yeah. you know, I just tell people, I um, maybe from a personality standpoint, I like to be the shot caller, not the one, you know, listen to the shots. So. All right, so then let's back in time a little bit. What was your first business? So my very oh, well, my first business when I was in college, actually, I um, we when the the dorms ran out of uh, didn't have food delivered to the dorms, and I, I might have been Uber East before Uber East ever started. We had people that would uh, you know call us on our, our our phones, and we would go pick up the food at whatever store they wanted and deliver it to them. And and honestly, I paid for almost my entire tuition doing that. I love it. And then now fast forward, we're on Black Dog. For those listening on today who are not familiar with VC, can you explain that to them? Sure. You know, venture capitalists, you know, let, let's break down what they are and also what they're not. You know, 
venture capitalists, you know, in, in a real sense are, for lack of a better term, mutual funds that invest in private companies for the most part. Now, the difference is, as you're building a company, you may start off with investing money with friends and family first, and then go to angel investors who are using their own money or their own group of money to make investments in early stage private companies. Typically, by the time you get to a venture capitalist, you're dealing with a, a, an entity that's investing in private companies using other people's money. Right. So again, not only are they looking for good companies, but they're also trying to get a certain return for their co-investors or their limited partners. So venture capitalists usually come a little later in the game once a company is well-established and wants to grow, whereas angel investors and high net worth of credit investors come in early in the game. Thank you for sharing that, everyone out there. If you want to learn more on this topic, we'll go ahead and plug your website now. We'll revisit it at the end, but where can we find you online to learn more about this? Sure, you can. Uh, our, our corporate website is blackdogventurepartners.com. And then we also operate vcfastpitch.com, which is our uh, our equivalent of Shark Tank. All right, everyone out there, be sure to go there. I'll have him send me those links, so they'll be right there in the episode description. Just go ahead and click it. Now, You've been on this entrepreneurial journey for quite a bit. What is your favorite part about being an entrepreneur? Maybe not just alone in your field. Yeah, I think the reality is, is one, uh, I can come up with my own ideas and solve my own problems. Um, I can use my own relationships and my own experiences to be successful. Um, and at the end of the day, I can rely on myself uh, as well as other people to be successful. And I think that's the thing I enjoy the most. I would, I agree with that as well. It's hard to rely on other people with the world constantly moving. I find that, um, and one of the things that's not talked about a lot in entrepreneurship is that a lot of people don't speak with intention. They'll just, they won't follow through on things. And that's something, especially in my position, my stage where time is so valuable, I'm, I have to make all these moves in a little bit of a time. I, I hate when my time's wasted. Would you agree with that? Uh, absolutely. The most important asset we have is time. It's the, it's the resource that we don't get back. And that's 100% true. Before we hop into the spotlight story here, make sure to scroll down for it. It's nine ways a venture capitalist can and should help startup founders after closing the deal. We talked about your favorite parts of entrepreneurship. I like to also know, what are some of the more challenging areas you find of being on your own? Yeah, you know, I, I think the reality is that all, especially in my line of work, a lot of entrepreneurs, it could be a lonely business. You know, it could be lonely being an entrepreneur. You know, the reality is that, you know, the good news is you're by yourself. The less than good news is you're by yourself. <laughs> and I think a lot of times um, most people don't want to hear what's going wrong with an entrepreneur. They only want to hear what's going right. And I think that could be challenging. And I think that's probably the the one thing I think myself and every entrepreneur deals with is that the, you know, the sake that, you know, they're going it alone. And, you know, and, and sometimes it's a lonely, it's a lonely rent when everyone else is going on their vacations and getting their, you know, company Christmas parties, you know. You might not have it. Exactly. It's a different ball game than the nine to five. But if you can tolerate the downs, it's the ups are certainly worth it. I appreciate that. Now we're going to hop into the spotlight story. Everyone, again, it's in the show description. Just click and scroll down and be with us. I'll read off these nine ways, dive into some, and then we'll bring Scott back on. Starts with sharing mistakes, visibility and credibility, industry expertise, Board of Directors meetings, evaluation, financial modeling, PR and HR, mentoring, mental support and contacts, networks and intros. I'm going to start right there. 
By utilizing their contacts, an investor may be open to more, um, excuse me, be able to open more doors for building strategic partnerships. An investor's network may help with collaborations with other startups, and they may be able to empower the user acquisition marketing strategy. For example, by doing cross promotions, various referral programs, as well as guest blogging and integrations into the partner's newsletters. Moreover, early stage VCs are always the one who are interested in getting later rounds. They introduce founders to more investors and help with growth, expansion, and funding. The next one I'm going to touch on, obviously, because it's me, is the mental support. It is always good to know that someone believes in you. Sometimes a VC can operate like a therapist. If founders feel like they can't be vulnerable with their clients or even their colleagues, the investor was once in the same boat, might be right there with the person or founder to help them out with this. And one more I'll touch on before bringing back Scott is industry expertise. Most VC firms have their funds with an industry focus. This means that the VC team has seen hundreds of tech companies and they've most likely previously worked in the field in which any given founder is currently building their startup. So they have a wealth of knowledge to pass on to you, the founders. And at the VC firm, we have a data-driven system for monitoring industry benchmarks. There's a lot going on in this article, but a lot of important things. Scott, what can you add to it? Well, I mean, I think I'll reiterate some of the things. I think, you, you know, first of all, your network is your net worth. That's I think true. the reality is I tell everybody I'm a collector of people and I'm a collector of relationships. You know, I have, I have 40,000 people that are in my, my phone, but I'm still constantly trying to reach out to more people all the time because one, they're good for advice, they're good for relationships, and in some cases, they're good for capital. And so I think that would be, you know, primary number one. And secondly, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, getting involved in early stage investors and VCs. I think especially at the early stage, you need you you need to have somebody that's investing in your company that is not just bringing dumb money. Someone that has a relationship, passion, and experience about what you're doing. And I think that in more cases is going to reason why you're going to succeed. And so I think one of the things that most entrepreneurs should do, and I tell everybody, before you go out and pitch, do your homework research who your investor is, research what they invest in, what stage they invest in, but find out them if the personalities match. Because again, that could that could be very important in success going forward. Absolutely. That relationship, that chemistry has to be there. Now let's talk about your company. What is an ideal customer for you, an ideal client, I should say, excuse me. Well, it comes down to a few different categories. You know, I'm a partner in a venture capital firm out of Santa Monica called Expert Dojo. And you know, we work at uh, early stage companies more or less at the anywhere from the, the seed to the uh, series A and even pre-seed in some cases. And we're looking for companies that are technology enabled, software, SaaS companies, uh, consumer product companies. Um, and, and the reality is companies that have solid management or at least solid founders. You know, the other thing that you mentioned on before is the team, I especially at the early stage. The team is important because ideas are a dime a dozen having people to execute is the most important thing. I got that typed up here in the show notes. Everyone out there, if this is you, Scott is a great resource to have. He's all over the globe, but we met here in the Tampa area. My time is coming to an end with you, but before I let you go, this is one question that has survived all of the shows throughout the three and a half years because it gets me to understand my guests a little more. Which entrepreneur throughout history are you sitting down with, dead or alive? Wow, that's a tough one. I will tell you, uh, the one I met and I most admire is probably Steve Jobs. Um, and I think obviously currently it would be Elon Musk. 
All right. You met both of them? Uh, I have. Okay. What is your biggest takeaway from either one of them? I, I think the ability to think unlike everybody else and act like no one else is willing to. I love that. Now let's think of someone you have not met yet. Who would you want to pick their brain? Wow. Um, you know, it might not necessarily be someone from the entrepreneurial stage. It might be someone from the military, like a, a, a George Patton I love uh, or George Washington. Someone has leadership. And I think sometimes the best entrepreneurs come from the best leaders. Couldn't agree with you more. I think I would want to meet someone in the Titans industry, someone real back when I love when they come up on the show, someone similar to you, where they have that leadership without Google or previous events. This is just you're on the fly and you're going, 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 making it happen. It's been a great episode, Scott. I'm glad we got to catch up again. It's great to see you. And one more time, where can everybody find you online? Uh, BlackDogVenturePartners.com or VCFastPitch.com. All right. I am at Vincent A. Lancey. Be sure to head to Vincent A. Lancey on YouTube for the video previews of this episode. And the show is at That Entrepreneur Show on Facebook and LinkedIn. With that, we are signing off until next show. Scott, thanks again. Thank you. My pleasure.